What's up guys, Will from RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com coming to you today to talk about how to make more money. Now I don't care who you are, but everyone in this world wants to make more money, myself included, so I'm always looking for more and interesting ways to be able to do that. And over the past year, I found something that was a major, major revelation to me. Um, and that's going to be the focus of the, the video, the audio, the article that we're doing this week. But to really understand how to make more money, you, you need to understand one thing first. You cannot make more money without focusing on making more money. Genius, right? Um, you know, I know that sounds simple because it is, but that is a crucial, crucial part of being successful is focusing on chasing that money. That's what you have to do to get more money. It's not about the secret and willing it, manifesting it into reality through some magical means. It is about relentlessly chasing that money. Okay? That's why um, I tell you guys in a number of posts and articles, you got to have your yearly goals set up. And your most important of the four yearly goals, health, wealth, relationships, and lifestyle, is your wealth goal. Because if you are uh, a man from 18 to 35, which most of my readers are, now's the time to be getting your money together, to be getting those clients who are going to be paying you for the rest of your life, to be building up that six-figure service business. And to do that, you need to focus on making more money. Now, let me give you an example from my past life as a salesman of a job I used to work at that was exceptional at doing one thing and one thing only, which was getting revenue. Okay, Everything else about the place was terrible. The products were subpar. The office was disorganized. Management was haphazard. Turnover was through the roof. Morale was atrocious. Yet the branch not the company, the branch I worked for did five million in revenue. The company probably did 20 million total for that year. And the reason they were so profitable is because they did one thing properly. They focused on revenue like no other company that I'd worked for before. And they did that in two ways. By number one, by cutting cost at every corner. They made the back office staff work twice as hard as the average person in that job for half the pay. They built an office in the Philippines to do all the grunt work and to illegally scrape emails and add them to the email lists for our products. That's not something I found out until about a year of being there. And they cut cost at every corner in regards to expense accounts, product creation, all that stuff. On the surface, you know, when I went into interview, you know, it looked like a very nice, reputable place, nice loft in downtown Toronto. Um, they were very good at presenting the image, but underneath that, they would cut corners um, and cut costs at every possible place that they could. Number two, the way they focused on revenue was by putting pressure on their salesmen. This place did not look like a boiler room. It looked, you know, very relaxed. Again, they they sold you quite well on on the kind of place it would be, but um, it was it was not like that at all.
from performance reviews to daily team meetings to twice weekly sales meetings. I've never worked for a company that was more involved in the sales process. And it's not just like we were having meetings about your numbers or whatever. They knew every client you had, every client you were working on, every client you weren't getting. And they were asking you specific questions two, three times a week about where those clients were, when they were coming in, bang, 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 off the list, you get to write you know, on the board which clients you were gonna bring in. And for those of you guys who've been in sales, you know that you can't, you don't know which clients are gonna come in, you know which ones hope you're gonna come in. But basically, they, you had a target for the month and they said, okay, that's what you have to hit. So your, what you would promise on each client had to match your monthly target, okay? And so basically you had to give them the targets they wanted to hear. Even if you knew that some of those might not come in, if you didn't hit it, it was your fault. And if you set, if you crushed your targets, it was still your fault because they would tell you you didn't set the target high enough. Uh, you wouldn't know to look at the place, but they, out of all the jobs I worked for, and I worked in boiler rooms, I worked in call centers, they were the most focused on revenue that I've ever seen from any company. You know, it got to the point where I'd be in bed with a girl and I'd be thinking, well, you know, Inatech's going to come around this month for maybe 10, 10 grand, not the 20 grand that I promised them. Um, so I'm going to have to go back to Michael Scott at Dunder Mifflin and see if they want a half price takeover ad. And I know he told me they're tabs out on, on budget, but that's bullshit. I know they have supplementary cash lying around. You know, I'll sell them on an urgency scenario and pitch them on price. Um, maybe I can get six grand out of them. I won't hit the 20, I promise, but you know, it'll be something. And I'm thinking about targets in the shower. I'm thinking about targets when I wake up, thinking about targets when I go to bed, you know, that's, that's the life of a salesman, okay? If you if you want to learn how to succeed in sales, you need to become like a land shark who is on the perpetual hunt for revenue. Uh, I, I tell you exactly how to do that in my book, How to Sell, which you can find on my website, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. And also tell you how to get out of sales, how to use your sales skills to build a service-based business that can provide for you where instead of getting 20% of what you earn, you get 100%. But I'll give them credit. They got results. Okay, that they got guys pulling in 40K a month in revenue in you know with nothing but a telephone and an internet connection. That's powerful shit. And it all came from that focus on revenue. Now I wouldn't run my company anything like that. Um, and I'm not advocating any type of you know unethical focus on your part I would I would advocate the opposite you know you always want to be you always want to be able to sleep well at night knowing that you're you're adding value and doing the right thing and helping people but it is a business and you do have to focus on making money and I learned a ton from watching those guys operate but enough about that because I don't want to talk about how to make money at your job because fuck your job um, you shouldn't be spending your life trying to make some fuck back richer, okay? I want to talk about making you richer in your own business and kicking ass at what you want to do in life. And I want to talk about that because I had a major revelation for my business that made me more money and more productive this year and it's going to make me a ton more money in the next 10 years. Um, until this year, I thought that I had, 
I'd been focusing on revenue. You know, I'd taken my sales training, I'd applied to my business, um, I'd applied the focus on revenue to my business. At least that's what I thought. But I didn't realize that I could do better until I read the book The One Thing by Gary Keller. And I strongly recommend you go ahead and read this book. Um, I don't do a ton of book recommendations because most books are not useful. But this one is the best book I've, I've read on um, productivity in your business. Or you can just do what I read, do what I did and read the, uh, a free summary, which I've got a link to on my website. Gary Keller is the guy who built Keller, Will Keller Williams Real Estate um, Brokerage, which is massive. Okay, this isn't some generic jerk-off business coach. This guy's like a legit winner who's made a fortune. And it shows in his book. It shows um, in the skill level that he's able to uh, convey in the way that he's able to describe the problems that you have as an entrepreneur. Um, it's absolutely the best book I've read on, on business productivity. And the way he breaks it down, he starts with the 80-20 rule, which is also known as Pareto's Law. Um, Pareto's Law means on average 80% of your results come from 20% of your efforts. Okay, I've noticed this to be true in every business that I've worked on. And, but that's, you know, standard business book terminology. Everyone talks about Pareto's law, but what Gary does, his innovation is, is, you know, I'll, I'll let him speak for himself. What he says is what Pareto started, you've got to finish success requires that you follow the 80, 20 principle, but you don't have to stop there. Keep going. Take that 20% of the 20% of the 20% and, and, and continue until you get to the single most important thing. Okay, I had to reread that a couple times until it, it really sunk in. But what he's saying is take your 20, the 20% of your efforts that get 80% of your results and find what the most profitable thing of those 20% um, efforts are and focus on that relentlessly over everything else. Okay, that's completely revolutionary to me because I was focusing on maybe... I was focusing on my 20%, but my 20% was like four, five, six things. Not until I figured out, okay, you know, focus on my one thing, you know, put more time into that, less time into the other things. And it only makes sense that my income is going to increase by, by doing that. Uh, you know, he goes on to explain, contrary to what most people believe, success is not a marathon of disciplined action. Achievement doesn't require you to be a full-time disciplined person where your every action is trained and where you're in control of every every situation and that to me again was another revelation because I'm a perfectionist and I'm trying to control a million things in my business I've got you know 10 different service pr providers you know from site design to site op optimization to SEO to writing new articles releasing new products to Back-end projects, I've got a million things um, that go into making this business. And I was trying to be a master of them all. I was trying to stay on top of everything. And it it's really difficult. Um, and so that really made a lot of sense to me. Okay, I don't have to be a master of everything. 
I can focus relentlessly on one thing and I can achieve success and more money by doing that. So the way to find your one thing, Gary recommends using this question. He says, what's the one thing I can do right now which will make everything else easier or unnecessary? With that said, that's where Gary and I disagree and because I'm not very good at listening to people. I have to find what works for me. I tried this question and I couldn't find a clear answer. But because the primary purpose of my business is making a profit, not making things easier, I realized that that's the question I need to ask. Okay, I love you guys to death. I feel incredibly blessed to do what I do. This is the most I've ever enjoyed any business, any job, anything I've ever worked on. I feel like this is my mission in life. When you guys send me a nice email or um, a nice YouTube comment saying that I helped you or, you know, thanking me for this and that, that literally makes my fucking day. I'm not joking with you. Um, with that said, this is a business and business uh, and profit has to be my primary uh, motive because if it's not, my business is not going to survive. Not only is it not going to survive, it's not going to thrive and I won't be able to keep helping people. And I want to live a comfortable, happy life that um, I feel that I deserve. And so profit has to be my primary purpose and it has to be your primary purpose as well because the world runs on money. You can't live a comfortable and happy life without money. It's, it's very difficult. Um, so you owe it to yourself to get paid. You are the CEO of You Incorporated. So it's your duty to do what's in the best interest of your primary shareholder, which is you. Therefore, the money question is, what's the most profitable thing I can possibly do? When I asked myself that question, I got an immediate answer, which was release more products. Okay, let me explain. There are six things I can do in my business to make more money. Number one, charge more. Number two, promote my products more. Number three, increase my traffic. Number four, promote my affiliate links more. Number five, increase the conversion rates on my sales pages. And number six, release more products. Of those six, releasing products is the most profitable thing I can do. Uh, at least where I am now. All those other avenues are useful, but they're already maxed out. You know, I don't want to charge any more for my books. Um, they're not complete, completely within my control traffic although I might change my one thing in the future to uh, more traffic if I feel that's gonna be the most profitable thing you can always you can always change your one thing when you have access to new information that that next one thing is gonna be your most profitable one thing uh, or potentially damaging to my brand you know sp spam blasting you guys with affiliate links uh, promoting affiliate links that are of low quality uh, will hurt my brand, so that's not something I can do. So of those 20% of those efforts that create 80% of my results, the most important one is, is releasing new products. And the way I put that into action was I block off three hours a day in, in, in the morning, which is my most productive prime time, from 9 a.m. till noon. I'm on intermittent fasting. I don't eat till noon. I take a caffeine pill in the morning to get me going. 9 a.m. till noon. That's my prime time. And that's when I work on creating new products. You know, in the past, I would 
you know, take breaks between books. And then I would, I would set an aggressive target for finishing a book in three months. I would work 13 hours a day. I would take tramadol to give me energy and focus and just bang my head against the wall for three months to get the fucking book out. Um, not the most healthy way to do things and not the way that I'm going to be doing things moving forward in the future. So, you know, in the past, I wanted to get two books out a year. I would do three months focusing on articles, then three months focusing on the book. Then my articles would suffer when I'm focusing on the book. But now I don't take time off from books. I just do uh, try and get out two books or two products a year if I'm going to do a video course. Uh, and I focus six months on each particular product, three hours uh, per day in the morning, which is my productive prime time. So one, I'm a lot more relaxed. I don't have a crunch time for my book. Um, number two, I'm a lot more productive because those three hours in the morning are equal to six hours of regular time. Not only that, but if you're working 12, 13 hours a day for knowledge work, I found that you know, the last couple hours of the day were garbage. I have to rewrite the, you know, parts of the book anyways. So in essence, I have, instead of doing books on three months, I'm doing them on six months. I'm doubling my productivity. So I'm calmer, more productive, and I'm making more money because I'm, I'm getting that book out, um, quicker and I'm able to do more articles at the same time. This is, this has been huge for me. And what I what I'm doing is instead of instead of I, um, making my focus getting every task done, I'm accepting a certain amount of chaos. So I'm accepting tasks pile up in my wonder list that aren't getting done because they don't affect my revenue. Okay, I'm always tweaking my site. You know, I'm still a perfectionist, but I say, okay, that's something we can do when I get time for it and something we can do after the priorities are taken care of. So first three hours of the day working on the book, then I'm going to get my article out for the week or try to, and then I can focus on the other tasks that are, um, you know, going to help my business, but aren't the primary priorities. However, I will occasionally switch tasks. Um, for example, I just did a site traffic, uh, upgrade where I went through and, and SEO'd all my posts and I made that my primary priority for a week or so. So I'm able to flip things up like that. You know, again, when you come across new information, don't hesitate to make that uh, your one thing. It doesn't have to be the same thing all the time. So here's how to find your one thing. Find your one thing. I highly recommend you do a business review to find where the 20% of your efforts are that are bringing in 80% of your results. And then dig deeper and find what one thing is the most profitable out of that 20%. You can read uh, Gary's book or the summary to see you know, exactly how to do that, but it's really not that complicated. Okay, If you're running an online business, you can use a checklist. You can use my six um, six things, or if you're running a service business, which I recommend for the vast majority of guys, because it is the highest success rate of any business, uh, your, your 20% will probably come down to these four things. 
Number one, getting new clients. Number two, charging your current client current clients more. Number three, upselling your clients other services. Number four, creating new services to sell to your clients. And in my experience in sales, which is just like running a service business, except you only take home 20% of what you earn, uh, my one thing was getting new clients, hands down above everything else. Because I knew that every new client I got could bring me in not only thousands of dollars that month, but hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue over the course of a lifetime. Okay, a good client is literally worth hundreds of thousands of dollars to you. So I spent the bulk of my day harassing people on the telephone trying to get money out of them. That was my job, 70 to 100 calls a day. Hey, do you have any money? Do you have any money? Do you have any money? How are the kids? Yeah, you know, like that for a long time. Needless to say, my life is much better now, but the skills that I learned and the discipline that I got from sales made me the man I am today and made me be able to succeed in, in this business as well. So if you're interested in that, check out my book, How to Sell. It's like no other sales book you've seen because I don't lie to you in it. I, I tell you that sales is fucking brutal. Um, but if you're a young guy and you want to make six figures and you're not ready to start your own business, sales is the only place to do that. And if you do want to start your own service business, but you're not ready to do that, sales is the best training for that. And I show you exactly how to use sales as a springboard to get out and do your own thing. Enough of the plug. Okay. Getting back to what we were talking about. Every business is different. The important thing is you find your one thing and make it your primary priority. Even if you don't have a business yet, I want you to be thinking about what your most profitable source of revenue is going to be in your future business so that when your business is set up and operational, which hopefully you're working on making happen right now because there's no excuse not to be working on starting a business. It doesn't matter how young or old you are. There's absolutely not, not a single excuse to not be started on working on your own business okay think about how it's gonna look when you get started so that when you're operational you can hit the ground running with your one thing ready to go okay if I would found my one thing four years ago and I would started writing books four years ago when I started RLD instead of two years ago and I was writing them in the same way that I am now I would have had twice the amount of products available to sell to you guys which means I would literally be bringing in twice the amount of money that I'm that I'm bringing in now big mistake okay don't make the same mistake so lesson learned don't make the same mistake I did you know by implementing this new system I'm going to add I'm I'm guessing about 20 percent revenue increase year over year because I'm gonna be able to get the books out faster without sacrificing um, putting out articles so that my traffic will stay up and consistent and I'm feeling so much more peaceful because I'm accepting chaos I'm accepting a bit of chaos for the tasks that don't affect my bottom line I'm feeling more productive and you know I'm I'm making more money so it's it's really a beautiful thing and I'm I'm very thankful I read this book because it's it's rare when I get a revelation I might get one or two revelations a year and this was a big one for my business I highly recommend that you check it out. So in summary, do a business review, find your 20%, narrow that 20% down to your 
one thing which is your most profitable activity block off at least three distraction free hours in your productivity prime time to make it happen I'm talking about turning off your phone no emails no interruptions having food ready if you need it so you don't have to get up and go to the go get food you know go to the bathroom before no breaks just pure productive prime time okay you do those four things you're gonna make more money be more productive and feel more peaceful that's it boys thank you as always for reading the article watching the video or listening to the audio on SoundCloud and iTunes and as always I wish you all the best in your personal development journey